you know what this is about we're going into the metaverse and beyond this is the crypto space this is nft land so we're getting into it i pulled you on my instagram and found that 99% of the people that listen to this podcast don't know much about nfts so i'm gonna go into it bear with me if it sounds a bit technical Sometimes it takes a bit of research to really process it to the point where it becomes subconscious information. And mind you, I am so wrapped up in this world that I forget what a small percentage really know what's going on. So you listening to this podcast will be a part of that small percentage. So let's get into it. Basically, we are entering a new generation of the internet. And it's built on a technology called the blockchain. So I'm sure you know about Bitcoin and Ethereum, the two most well-known cryptocurrencies. So those currencies are built on this technology. And the really amazing thing about blockchain is that it decentralizes everything. So to be decentralized means that we can ultimately make transactions from person to person. So if I want to sell you my house, for example, we can create a smart contract on the blockchain and it will say that you will give me X amount of money for this house. Once it's created through the smart contract, the exchange can be made and that's that. We don't need a real estate agent. We don't need a bank. It can just happen between a contract that we made between us. And to take it one step further, there's a little something called decentralized finance or DeFi. And that takes out centralized banking systems. And this is where blockchain becomes gangster as shit because... Cryptocurrency can't get manipulated the way central banks have been manipulating fiat currency. Um, you know, they print money. So, for example, when there's inflation and the dollar becomes more and more worthless, or when something bad happens in the central banking system, that's going to affect the entire global economy because it's centralized. When something's centralized, then Everything depends on that central entity. But when you take out that central entity and leave it to the people to decide what is valuable for the economy, then you have a whole other story. So at that point, there's no need for a central bank because money is being regulated by everyone in the world, not just the central banks in each country. So let's talk about Ethereum. Ethereum has its own blockchain protocol where decentralized apps or dApps are currently residing. So, for example, think of Apple. So there's Apple and then there's the Apple App Store. Ethereum is like Apple and all of these dApps are on the Ethereum blockchain. And it's basically the new internet and this is where NFTs and the metaverse comes in because they are on the Ethereum blockchain. So 
this sounds like a science fiction novel and (laughs) everything that I'm going to go into is going to sound so science fiction, but it's the reality of where we're headed or not even that we're headed. Like we're already in it. We're already in it in such a sophisticated way. And Gary Vee talks about this, like very well-known people talk about this. So I'll just give you it in a nutshell. But NFTs stand for non-fungible token. And it means that it's an original thing that can't be duplicated. So it's like me and you. Me and you are non-fungible because there never was or will be an exact replica of us in existence ever. So you will know that something is an NFT because it is placed on the Ethereum blockchain and they call that minting. So when you mint something onto the blockchain, it is recorded onto the technology and it is noted that that is the original source. So you've probably seen people putting their original artwork on the blockchain like PDFs or little videos and making money off of it. And it's mainstream right now, uh, or it went mainstream. It's going to continue going mainstream uh, because you can create smart contracts with this artwork that says, hey, this is worth two ETH right now as I'm selling it. And every time it gets traded or sold, I will make 10% of that. So the more an NFT is traded, the more it goes up in value. So you're actually purchasing an asset that is going up in value if the community keeps it as such. And every time that it gets traded, then the creator will make a percentage of that. So what's amazing about the art that's being traded is that it's creating an ecosystem between the artists and the artists' communities. So if I were to create something, for example, and you buy it, I wouldn't be the only one benefiting. You would have something that is of value. So the great thing with Ethereum, too, is that ETH is only going up in value, as far as we can tell, and the more it goes up in value, the more money you're making. So if you trade or if you know you're you're in the crypto space or really if you watch the markets you know about hodling if you don't know what hodl means it just means you know like buy and hold so when you when you hold something you hold it because you believe that it is going up in value and thus you're making more money so ETH is something you want to hodl. And the more that ETH goes up, the more an NFT will go up in value as well. So ETH is an asset. NFTs are an asset. And these are creations that are putting money in everyone's pocket. And it's really incredible. This goes even further, though. So digital art is just one form of an NFT. Literally Everything can be made into an NFT in the digital sphere. So this is where we get into the metaverse. 
some of the metaverses that exist are Decentraland, Insomnium Space, those are a couple of them. Um, and they are literally virtual worlds that have their own economy based on cryptocurrency. So these worlds have digital land. There's digital land NFTs, virtual skins and clothing NFTs. It's like, like think of The Sims. Have you ever played The Sims? People have their own avatars that can be decorated in clothing. And um, like, for example, if there's only five Gucci shirts available in the entire digital sphere and you have one of those shirts, you have one of the five NFTs. Um, there's cars, there's houses, like everything can be made into an NFT. The virtual land that's being sold is going for tens to hundreds of thousands of like millions of dollars right now. So we are literally in a virtual world and you know how we can meet people online now? and we get on Zoom and stuff, like these virtual worlds enable us to meet up in person through our avatars, like our virtual 3D avatars. And so we can hang out. <laughs> like right now, the pixels aren't that great in the uh, virtual worlds, but Technology is advanced enough to make it so that we won't be able to tell the difference between that world and the real world. And also, they've been talking about the metaverse for 10 plus years now. So this isn't new. This has been in the making for several years. And with NFTs gaining popularity, this is going to be the next thing that gains popularity, I believe, based on all the research I've been doing. Give it like... I don't know, seven years, five to seven years. We'll see. I could be wrong. But I know that with NFTs going mainstream, it is so intertwined with the metaverse that it's going to be impossible, I believe, for the metaverse to not really become mainstream either. Because NFTs in the metaverse are like linked. <laughs> um, but anyways, like think of CGI in movies. And you know how, how real that looks? So for example, have you ever seen Parasite, the Korean movie that won the Oscar? In that movie, that house is computer generated. That's not a real house. So imagine the metaverse. We're going to be hanging out in the coolest freaking places with like flying cars and shit. Like imagine our, our avatars, how realistic we can make them look if the technology uh, goes into development with that. And there's also like, ideas of uh, certain character NFTs. So I was listening to a podcast about this creator uh, making like a Socrates NFT, for example. I mean, well, I think he was using Socrates as an example of what a character NFT could be. But um, basically, he was saying how 
with algorithms, you can really just download information into it. So we could just download like Plato's cave or, or whatever, and it will create a character that is Socrates and we could interact with it. So we could interact with, with Socrates. Like, that's just so mind-blowing. It was me. Are you keeping up with me? Like, like, do you get what I'm saying? Like, can you imagine having conversations with these historical figures, just using one of their books, putting it into an algorithm, the algorithm gets to know how that person speaks and thinks, and you're kind of like recreating someone in the metaverse. Like, <laughs> that is just so mindfucky to me. Um, but, you know, other than the mindfuck, there's also like virtual concerts that can happen and stuff. And I know that Burning Man had a uh, festival in Somnium Space. And uh, what was that in 2020? I don't know. But all this stuff is happening and it's going to be so cool. And people are already trading virtual goods through cryptocurrency. I mean, what I'm trying to get across is that the crypto space is already so sophisticated and we are so far advanced into this and people are still out here wondering whether to invest in Bitcoin or not, or whether, like, Bitcoin is a fad or not, you know, like, it's so beyond Bitcoin. I mean, and first of all, Bitcoin is, Bitcoin is, um, I think you can, like, safely say that it's legit at this point because institutions have invested into it and it's not going to crash down like how it did a few years ago, like, since institutions are involved, it's not going to ever be the way that it was before, um, but, yeah, this is beyond Bitcoin, this is where the future is headed, and I think my fundamentals are strong enough to say that with a decent amount of certainty, it's, it's real, so, of course, you could also say that this sounds dystopian, but I guess there will always be a yin and yang to everything, you know, but take it for what it is. I mean, there kind of is no difference between the virtual and physical world at this point. Like, we are literally living in a virtual world already. Now it's just kind of becoming more three-dimensional. So I think it's really awesome because there's a parallel universe that we have access to and it's run on its own economy and it's a true democracy because nothing can be manipulated the blockchain records every transaction and ultimately the market decides what is valuable or not not just a select few people so nfts go beyond art however just to kind of um switch to financials real quick. I take it that uh, my listeners don't necessarily read markets. So just to disclaim, I guess, if you do invest in the crypto space, 
just remember that this market in particular is especially volatile. So many NFTs will fail. Not just every piece of art you buy is going to go to the moon or be a million dollar asset. Um, NFTs are really about community, not just trading money. So in the short term, because I think people are still getting educated on what they're really for and how they can be used, in the short term, it's going to be pretty volatile. But in the long term, every brand, every community is definitely going to have an NFT. So on my end, I've personally had so many ideas for NFTs. I see so much potential for artists because you know how, you know how I am. I, I look at things in terms of art, but I haven't released one yet because I just keep learning more and more and there's just never really an end to the knowledge you can accumulate in this space. Um, but when I do create one, I'd want it to be like a clear representation of my artistry as an actor and screenwriter and what I can provide for my community of people. So I really find that the more technology advances, the more opportunities there are for everyone, no matter what industry you're in. And those opportunities can benefit everyone, especially within the crypto space. So like I'm talking about you and me because I'd love to see a world that truly flourishes when we can finally get through our heads that we're all interdependent, we all need each other, and when we support what we believe in, the more value we are creating in that and the more that it's just going to benefit everyone the creator and the consumer so it's just it's a win-win nfts are a win-win there's so much room for creativity and collaboration it excites me but i will leave that nutshell right there that was a lot to digest so go down a rabbit hole do what you need to do and if you want to have more conversations around this you know where to find me DM me. I respond to everyone because you guys are my friends anyways. But yeah, I hope this was enlightening and until next time. Bye.